I actually never thought I would be here right now. I never thought I would be making a podcast, came into college just thinking I'd do my own thing, get my degree, maybe go into physical therapy, but here I am. Yeah, here we are, I guess, in this way. I also didn't, wasn't really thinking or planning anything about podcasts when I started my college, but how one class actually interests me and just, you know, make me start thinking about this, the value of this work is really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd be here either, but I thought I would just be one of those students that would just take classes, then go home, not be part of anything. But I'm so glad I joined the po this podcast group. Me too. My name is Mallory Schaefer, and I'm a junior here at MNSU Mankato. I'm Ryuto Hashimoto. I'm a senior at MSU. And I'm Jacob Sparrow, a super senior here at MSU. Well, welcome all to Curiosity, our podcast from the Department of Communication and Media. So today, we are going to hear our own stories that we made with our partners um, for our audio storytelling class in 2022. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's really cool to kind of go back to the class projects that we have done. And I think it would be really refreshing for me to kind of re- re-listen to some of those and, you know, think about, well, think about what we were thinking or what we were doing back in time. And I hope we can hear more and more about the stories. Yeah. I agree. Let's get into it. So, Ryutu, you said um, you did a project in our class too. What was yours about? Yeah. So, me and my uh, partner, um, the um with the two of us that we actually declare the two of us we actually worked on the project uh featuring the first generation college student um and it was really interesting that we did some like long form interviews uh with the current first generation college student as well as one faculty member who was first generation college student back in time um, and we also did some box pop interview that we happened to talk to and uh, run into actually at the on uh, a hallway on campus with those first generation college students, and just kind kind of asking a little quick you know moments, flash memories or uh, messages that they wants to tell, and it was really great way to assemble them all together into the one piece of a uh, piece of audio work. So yeah, that's awesome. Should we listen to your work right now? Yep. yep. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so right now, what are we going to do? Okay, you, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go explore the stories and experiences of first-generation college students. Let's do it. Hello, my name's Taylor. I'm Vami, and I'm a first year. My name's Caroline Guth. I'm a first year at MSU. Nathan Addy, junior. It's a big step. It's like fulfilling what your parents came here for. That I have more opportunities than what the rest of my family had. Kind of a big thing. My dad, uh, he went through high school. My mom never actually finished high school. It was kind of one of those things growing up where I felt like I kind of had to go to college. I never, go, I never go to the classrooms like other than where I need to be. Like I never go around campus or like in any buildings. So this is the first time for you to kind of like walk around. Like actually around. walk around. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, uh, my name is Dave Ingen, and I'm a faculty member here in the Department of Communication Studies at uh, Minnesota State Mankato. It is true that on average, people who are the first in their families to go to college have more struggles in college. However, a newer body of writing and research that's focusing on the strengths that first-generation students have, aspirational capital, like first-generation students, they really care about their success, or they want to succeed because they want to help their family, or they want to be a role model for younger siblings, right? That's a real strength. I mean, that helps you uh, carry on in college. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. You? My name's Jennifer Rivera. Um, I'm a freshman at MNSU, and I'm a first-generation student here at the university. You don't really have anything to fall back on. I can't ask my mom, what was your experience? Or I can't ask my dad, or I can't ask my other family. Like, I can't ask my aunts, uncles, grandparents. I can't do any of that. Figuring out the process by myself, it was tricky, you know, but... I had a lot of guidance from my high school teachers and peers, and arriving on campus has really been nice to everyone, so kind and helpful. I feel like the positive is just knowing that you can help others, like my little brother, or I have actually cousins that are in, still in high school, and knowing the fact that I can help them and guide them during those times, it's really rewarding, you know, being like the first person to do that. This degree means more than just a piece of paper. It's my parents' work, it's my grandparents' work, it's my work honestly one of the best experiences I hope to live for. When I think about college, I think of like a lot of communities just coming together. Like you, you never meet anyone when you're like living in the same town. You definitely do get a wider variety of people you get to know. It's very exciting because I didn't get to hear my parents' experience. There's a lot of expectations and excitement. It's like walking into a door that you don't even know what's in it, so. It's like a dream. Growing up in a household where that didn't happen, it's just a dream come true in my opinion. It feels so rewarding. I love that. Um, I'm so glad that you were able to get those stories and um, talk to those people about their experiences with it. One thing one of the people said, I'm not sure who it was, but uh, it was a girl. She said, I, when I think about college, I think about community and how you would have never met these people otherwise. And I really love that. I agree with that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Um, like to 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 immerse for for the uh, many of those people whose uh, parents did not go to college, it's really interesting that they go into the new group of people or like the university community that their generation has never been really associated with. I think it might be something you know the one of the big finding. I got to interview another person, uh, first generation too, and she also mentioned something about how. People coming from all over, you know, pursuing different things at the one same location, university, found it really interesting to her as well. So I think that's one of the remark uh, or maybe some common, like, you know, finding for the first generation college students. Yeah, that's awesome. And how did you get this idea to create this story? What was your motive and did you reach all the goals you wanted to? Yeah, so it's really interesting. I myself is a first generation college student 
as well. So that was like really like when I was like um, hearing about some of those things or when I talked with uh, the Dr. Eng and the class instructor that, you know, I found it really resonating and, you know, kind of started wondering about how I can get to know more about student experiences. And my partner, Claire, that she was not a first-generation college student. However, that's really also was an interesting addition in our journey of exploring the stories because uh, for her, it was really a completely new thing to kind of immerse herself while I personally had a many of a connection, a bits of connection between the, some of the stories that we collected. So I think it was really good combination when it comes to interviewing, editing, and making this piece you know, together was really, yeah, really fascinating process for me. Yeah, I loved it. I thought the piece was great. What do you think? Yeah, I, um, I don't know what else to add, but I loved it too. Yeah, and I think the one thing that I really wanted to highlight in this uh, story, particularly, was like some of the uh, some of the positivity maybe that were not necessarily being you know featured or you know focused on. Uh, for the uh, for the past uh, past few years or whatever the uh, you know past work around the first generation college student, um, for example, it, it is interesting to find the word aspiration capital, which I personally, as a first generation college student, also find that to be really relatable. That you know my motive for the success or why do I put the best of myself at you know all my college work and stuff is probably because that I really have that. Uh, connection between um, success and family or success and a generation. I just feel like I'm the one who's going to make the change uh, in my family um, family chain or just whole generation. So I just feel like that's, that's really motivated me and pushed me forward uh, when it comes to the college work. So I don't know, I started finding a lot of like interesting points and then hopefully in the future work that would, you know, maybe like more deep inside of like many of those or feature some of the additional, maybe the advantages that we bring as a first generation college student. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it seems like you really thought about this. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been really cool. Uh, I think uh, I just nearly discovered this identity, I think since I came to the U.S., which is yeah. really interesting because like it, it maybe it's like a term issue or whatever that I just just did not know that how I carry that aspect as well. But now coming to the U.S. and learning a new concept and it's like, oh, I'm also a first generation college student. And, yeah. you know, what do I know now? Yeah. So And it doesn't define you, but it gives you something, you know, to keep you going. Exactly. I think. Yeah. That's great. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Ryutsu. And Jake, you made a story too. What was yours about? It was on a place called Toontown. Yeah, what is Toontown? Toontown is a record store here in town um, on Riverfront next to the um, old train station. Um, and it's a, it's a Cute little, oh, cute little, might not be the right way to say it, but it's a nice place, a nice little place um, to just hang out, listen to music, and, well, buy records, which, um, as a lot of people may um, say, um, physical media is better quality than something like streaming like Spotify or something like that. Um, we went around and... Um, interviewed people, of course. We talked to the owner, owner Carl, a lot, and then just 
stuck around there a couple for a couple days just hanging out and it was really fun to make and hopefully people think it was a fun story to listen to too yeah that sounds great let's listen to it yeah great great place to go if you like music anything music you know retro kind of vibes it's really nice that's good to hear. This is my first time coming in here, so it's going to be in very interesting. We're about to open the door and go inside. First impressions? Nice vibe. Smells nice. I'm Carl. This is Jacob. And I'm Jacob, yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm Ethan, by the way. Um, uh, what is Toontown? What is Toontown? It's a record store. so emotional that we, that we have something that they're looking for that they start crying, start tearing up because they found what they've been looking for for such a long time. Yeah, all this stuff I grew up with. Right. And, you know, and you come here and you, and, uh, you know, it makes you feel young again. I've had, I've had a few people that want to give me hugs because <laughs> we had it. it that that kind of warms my heart that people get so, so attached to something that it's, it's, it's part of them. Toontown is kind of a labyrinth. Uh, just the way it's partitioned, you like don't really realize what you're getting into. There's music everywhere, literally on the walls, underneath the stuff where all of the CDs are. It's 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 an experience in and of itself. The more you browse, like it just starts to like unfurl before you. You find stuff that you just don't even like you know expect to run into so you have to you have to navigate the full labyrinth um so why do you think uh vinyls are important i think it's important because it um if you own it you own it you keep it like it's it's almost a relic of the past in a really cool way and there's a ritualistic component to it, you know, when you put an LP on a table, it starts the whole sensory experience before the music even begins. Yeah, it's it's really satisfying because you get to you get to have this artwork in the first place, which is awesome. You get to fold it out, you pull out all the stuff, and it's got these fine details that you just can't get with digital art and you can't get with digital music. Being able to hold that in your hand and actually be able to look at it is just really fun. It's a different experience. Oh. How would you describe Toontown to somebody who has never been here before? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I tell them if they like music at all, they should come here because the music they like will be here. Awesome. I love that. I love the ending too, the little <laughs> Yeah, we usually had it a little longer, but then we noticed that people didn't listen that long, so we shortened it a bit, but mm -hmm. we just knew we had to end it that way. Yeah, I like that a lot. I love music personally. I love all types of music. What made you want to do a story on Toontown? Well, to be honest, I just wanted to do like a 
small story like that. I wasn't necessarily looking at Toontown, but my partner Ethan absolutely loves the place, so he suggested that, and I'm like, well, sure, why not? I mean, and of course, as you can hopefully tell in the story, I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. What do you think is the significance of having Toontown in Mankato? Do you think more college students and even just people in the community should stop by, or what do you think... Yeah, I think everyone should um, come in at least once. I mean, maybe they won't um, like it there, but at least they should try. Um, I think they probably will like it there, actually. But, um, yeah, I think it adds a little bit of a, I don't want to say a hip atmosphere, but a, a nice musical atmosphere to the town when you hear people talking about it and, like, how important it is. And we just... Need more, I think we just need more places like that. Um, and I'm a big I'm a big lover of like small town shops like that in general. Um, and if they can contribute to the way that we think of Mankato, that's just wonderful. Yeah, that's great. And I also think music is a great way to bring people together. Whether or not you know a genre, you can learn something new um, by going into Toontown, just being like, who's that Who's that artist over there? And then someone can give you a little debrief yeah. on that. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think that um, it's a great way like yeah, to figure out music, to maybe make friends, um, and... Um, only downside is it can you can run out of money quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's worth it though. Music is great, and I okay. think I like that the uh, how can I say the physical objects like mm -hmm. you know like we don't we don't probably in the modern world that we don't really like much think about that they having that CD and record and stuff and but at the same time I feel like there is some value in that you know materialistic. Thing, like you know with the music that you kind of collect the stuff so I, I thought it's kind of cool that you you two got to like you know do the interview there yeah I mean I kind of wish we were able to interview a couple more people but I'm glad that Carl was um, very open we ended up talking to him for um, a pretty long time and like he was very open and gave us the whole history of the place that used to be in the mall it used to be in a different town and all that stuff but I think um, it's yeah it was very interesting yeah well thank you so much for your story I loved it um we have a couple more stories that we will play in our next podcast episode, but for now we're going to wrap up. We just want to say thank you for listening, and if you're interested in doing your own audio story, the class will be offered in the fall of 2023.